This podcast episode, while not explicit, contains some gruesome details about violence that may be troubling for some listeners to hear. Listener discretion is advised. Creepy Life Podcast, a podcast with a wide variety of creepy topics for all your true crime, paranormal, and otherwise spooky needs. I'm Thomas. I'm Sparky. Are you really? Sometimes. Okay. I have an announcement to make a band. Okay. Guess what? What? We have a podcast. Kind of. And it's about creepy stuff, not about fat cats. Yeah, although, I don't know, a cat that's actually an alien that's here to kill people. It's pretty creepy. And a cat. Alright, cool. So, this week, I have no idea. Usually, we kind of tell each other what our topics are beforehand, but Thomas changed his, and I wanted to be surprised, so I have no idea what he's going to do this time. To be honest, I changed mine, like, five times. You do that literally every week. Uh, not every week. Just most At least weeks. three out of four. Yeah, it's, I have a tendency of procrastinating. What? And then when I start digging into a story and realize, uh, this is going to take longer than five minutes. Maybe you should, you know, spend an hour or two on your research. Oh, I spent six hours on this one. Not kidding. Because I have a, you know, a fairly decent sized widescreen monitor. So I had half of it as my research and half of it I was just watching. I started watching the the Lego Star Wars holiday special because I wanted to see if it was going to be good or just as bad as the original holiday special. It had some funny parts. McClunky! And then I, I did my research, and after that I just kept... I watched, like, all of season one of Mandalorian. But I do have a story that is going to be released the first Monday of 2021. And I have been researching it for two months now, off and on, trying to get it right. Now you started talking to one of the people related to one of the people involved. I have... Yes, I, I do have a source. So people don't think I'm like an actual investigative reporter on this. This is a crime that took place in my hometown, and I know a lot of the people that were maybe not like actually involved with the crime itself, but knew it, knew what was going on, knew the people involved. But I'm just saying, I do research topics. If it's a topic that really needs deep diving research, I do it. But keep in mind, I do cryptids, and most cryptids you can get the basic story in like five minutes. I do more than five minutes of research, but what I'm saying is stuff like... You find one article, you find them all. Pretty much. If it's stuff like Bigfoot, you're going to find a million articles that basically tell the same story. Well, no, Bigfoot, maybe not, but like some but of the like, smaller ones, like, uh, what are they, the San Francisco Walkers or whatever? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something like that, you're not going to find a ton of information on. No, and see, that that is a, a hard thing about cryptids. If you're doing Bigfoot, Loch Ness, Yeti, Mothman, Mothman, Skinwalkers, you're going to find article after article after article after article. But if you look up, you know, like Springheel Jack. Who barfs fire on everyone. (laughs) Barfs fire. Or the uh, Enfield Monster. You gotta gotta really dig. 
Fortunately, I was able to find some newspaper clippings. Oh, those are fun. Those are those are fun. Okay. So, do you want to just start telling me a story? I'm going to tell you about a railroad tunnel. Not what I was expecting, but okay. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah. He's going to do his sources at the end. Yeah. I'm going to tell you about the Church Hill Tunnel. Okay. I don't think I know this one. Maybe. We'll see. Well, you might get an idea of what this is about if I tell you where the Churchill Tunnel is released. And, Alexandra, if you're listening, you probably know. Virginia? Richmond, Virginia. Okay. Okay, so the Churchill Tunnel was completed in 1873 for the Chesapeake and Ohio Railroad. You probably heard the the Sino Railroad. They were trying to extend it, its tracks from the former Virginia Central Railroad, from downtown Richmond, to connect to the to the new Peninsula subdivision extending about 75 miles southeast to the Virginia Peninsula to reach Collis P. Huntington's Coal Pier in Newport News. And when I heard Newport News, I was like... Bobby Newport. No, but like Newport News, I was like, is that a town or is that like a newspaper? And sure enough, it's like a, a town, village, city, but it is a location, Newport News. Why did they call it News? Or why I... did they call it New Newport? <laughs> I, um... I don't know, but I will say the entrance of the tunnel is what is now known as Jefferson Park. It extended 400 feet to the intersection of East Franklin and North 31st Street. It was completed in 1873, making it one of the longest tunnels in the United States at that time. Oh. It's pretty cool, huh? Those types of tunnels scare me. I'm Mm -hmm. always afraid. Like, I've been on a couple cave tours. But especially since researching Naughty Putty, <laughs> well, I don't think I could go um, back and something like that again. This might not help with that. Great. Yeah. So the construction, they ran into a lot of issues. Um, Dead bodies everywhere. Instead of like bedrock, which they usually carve through, which is fairly stable, Richmond had blue marled clay. Oh. And other soils that weren't really good, especially when it rained. I feel like... This is starting to sound familiar. I don't know. Hey, keep Maybe. telling me. The terrain would virtually change with the rain due to the softness of the soil. Ooh. During the construction, numerous cave-ins, a total of 10 workers, were reportedly killed. So then they were haunting it. Totally. So this thing was finished in 1873, but they ended up abandoning it by 1925 because of how dangerous it was. Yeah. I, I feel like I've heard about this before, but I don't remember what it's connected to. But yeah, um, I don't think I'd want to go through there. Okay, so in the 1890s, the CNO acquired the Richmond and Allegheny Railroad, the RNA Railroad. The RNA Railroad was built east from the Blue Ridge Mountains along the James River and Kanawha Canal, which it was an alternate route to Richmond, a water level route. Oh, so like sea level? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, what? They're floating over there? <laughs> they have to swim. The RA had a, a terminal at Richmond's Bird Street Station, which is uh, downtown near 7th Street and Canal Street. It did not have a track connection to CNO to utilize the, the new uh, water level line to ship coal to Newport News. And they wanted to avoid the tunnel that kept having issues. That <laughs> kept killing people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so they would just float the coal pieces over one by one across the water. True. No. Um, <laughs> so, you know, they built a three-mile double track elevated viaduct along the riverfront, uh, extending between the area of Hollywood Cemetery 
east past downtown Richmond and Churchill to join the Peninsula subdivision at uh, what became the Fulton Yard east of the tunnel. So, you know, they, they used it for a while and they built a way around it because they didn't want to use it. So after the, the new viaduct and, you know, the bypass it. The Churchill, viaduct is like a bridge, right? If I remember correctly. Oh, like the thing that you have to fly under in GTA. Oh, okay. A railroad type thing, typically a series of arches carrying a road or railroad across other a valley or other low ground. That makes sense. Okay, so that was completed in 1901, the viaduct. And so it was then that the Churchill Tunnel pretty much stopped being used. For about 20 years, it just wasn't used. They ghosted it? In 1925. (laughs) Wow, yeah, they ghosted it, totally. Didn't return its calls, its texts, emails, nothing. Okay, so in 1925, to add capacity, they started trying to repair and restore the tunnel so they could start using it again. So on October 2nd, uh, while they were repairing, there was another collapse. A work train that was, you know, going through it, doing repairs and stuff, was trapped by a collapse near the western end, which would be near the intersection of North 18th Street and East Marshall below Jefferson Park. Two of the workers crawled under flat cars and were able to escape out the eastern end of the tunnel. That's Um, smart, though, to crawl under something mm. to protect yourself. So two workmen crawled under, and another one that escaped the tunnel was a Benjamin F. Mosby, who we will talk about later. That name's familiar, too. Mm-hmm. But I don't know why. The engineer, Thomas Joseph Mason, was killed. Initial reports claimed that besides Mason, six black laborers were unaccounted for, although... They and of were... course, they didn't bother getting their names. No. The missing number of men were eventually scaled down to just two. Because, you know, so... some people did escape through the other side. So, during the next week, the community were watching as rescue efforts were made, but further cave-ins were made. Only the body of Mason was actually recovered, and that was eight days after the initial collapse. The two workers that are believed to be, because I told you it was scaled down the two, their names were Richard Lewis and H. Smith. And another reason they might not have the names, it could just be how poor work records were at the time. They, the laborers might not have had anything to do with the railroad in general, just, hey, we're doing this, you know. You get paid in cash at the yeah. end of the day, or yeah. week, or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Eventually, the Virginia State Corporation Commission, which is what regulated the railroads in the state, ordered that the tunnel be sealed for safety. Inside the, the tunnel to this day is steam engine number 231 and 10 flat cars. Oh, Mm-hmm. Did you ever see the episode of Hey Arnold where they get on a haunted train? I think so. That's what this is making me think of. Because I have to relate everything to a TV show, of course. Of course. So in the years after that, portions of the tunnel have collapsed. Houses and the wall of a church uh, have been destroyed due to cave-ins. Are they building the houses like right next to it? Or what? Because that seems like a really stupid idea based on its history. This tunnel seemed to be going, like, through downtown. So my guess is buildings were already there. And they're digging under them. Like, LOL, sorry. (laughs) But it said that the line of the tunnel can be traced simply by dips in some of the north-south streets crossing its path. There'll be, like, a street crossing it and there'll be a dip. You'll know that's... Oh. Yeah. So the western end is covered with concrete. Patch that. This will fix it. (laughs) <laughs> but that's wasn't originally for a while. Um, it became like an area where they would turn trains around. Mm. 
But they had to do that because trespassers kept trying to go into the tunnel. I want to die. Well, yeah. Let's go into the tunnel and see what happens. Yeah. So, based upon a 1998 exploratory expedition by Richmond Times dispatch reporter Mark Holmberg, who explored different portions of the eastern end with uh, professional caving personnel, mm-hmm. said it's believed that most of the western portion of the tunnel that is not caved in is now filled with water. Okay. The western entrance can still be seen at the southeast end of the alley off 18th Street, just north of Marshall. And there is now a historical marker placed at the site since 2012. In 2006, the Virginia Historical Society talked about the the possibility of recovering the train and the bodies as kind of a historical preservation kind of thing. Uh, This just seems like a bad idea. But when they drilled a hole into it to see, it was filled with silt and water. So... If they had tried, it just would have led to more collapse. So they, they didn't. Good. Now, this is where it kind of leads to the, the creepy aspect of it. When it collapsed, coming out of the wreckage where there were bodies, they saw a figure... Described it as being flayed and bloody with jagged teeth. Run from the collapse to Hollywood Cemetery. And apparently, it went into the mausoleum, according to some witnesses, of a man named W.W. Poole. W.W.Poole.com His name was William Wortham Poole. This entity that they saw running from the wreckage into the Hollywood Cemetery is known as the Richmond Vampire. Oh. Yes. Now, this has led to speculation that William Wortham Poole was actually run out of England because he was a vampire. And he settled in this area for some unknown reason. And one thing that led to the speculation is his mausoleum or crypt or whatever it is has the year 1913 on it, but he didn't die until 1922. And that's led some people to think uh, he actually died, but continued to living for a while, you know. In reality, he was just an accountant. The year 1913 was significant because that's the year his wife died, who was also buried there. His wife's name was Alice. He didn't die until 1922 at age of 75. He died from pneumonia, which was... Three years before the collapse. Mm. So he was dead by that point. And, you know, the entity that was sighted did take off towards them Mm -hmm. or that area. But while this is an urban legend that still continues, and I have found evidence that some people have gone either ghost hunting or vampire hunting in this region trying to find the Richmond vampire, there was no vampire. Did they just find a body, dead body? The vampire was believed to actually be Benjamin Mosby. Oh. Mosby's job was shoveling coal into the fire for the steam. It was a steam engine. Mm-hmm. And they believed that when the collapse hit, it exploded. He was scalded really bad, bleeding. His teeth were shattered, jagged, like a vampire's. Mm. And he took off screaming in confusion and actually died from his wounds a few hours later at a hospital. Oh. Yeah. That's a lot sadder than a vampire. That is a lot sadder. Although there's some people that say that, no, that that couldn't have been him. 
But that's the the popular belief is that it was Thomas Mosby. Was it Thomas Mosby? Benjamin Mosby. Sorry. I was gonna say um, Benjamin Mosby. Cool. Yeah. That's your entire story. Pretty much. I couldn't find much more than that. That's pretty cool, though. It it is pretty cool. Pretty interesting. Short episode this week. That's okay. Short episode. Fun. It was really fun to research this, see history. A newspaper article that I read, I didn't really use it as a source, but it it was still interesting to read. Uh, It was from, I think, two years ago. It was this old guy, he was, I think, in his 80s, and he had a photograph of the tunnel before the collapse with his grandfather and father working. They they weren't, I don't believe they were there. They did help with the um, rescue operations, recovery So they they weren't killed in it, but they were around the area. They were working on it around the time it collapsed. Wow. So that was kind of cool. And he he said he was hoping to make it another seven years because he wanted to be there for the 100-year anniversary of the collapse. Wow. So that that was kind of cool. Yeah. Oh, Mm -hmm. speaking of sources. I do have have some sources. My sources were a Wikipedia article on the Churchill Tunnel, an Atlas Obscura about the Churchill Tunnel, an NBC 12 news about the collapse, and Deadpool.com article, WW Pool, the Richmond Vampire. Deadpool.com? Mm-hmm. No, Dead Bell, about WW oh. Pool. <laughs> I really heard you say Deadpool at first. Yeah, you see, Wade Wilson, he runs a website talking about the Richmond Vampire. Because, surprise, he is the Richmond Vampire. But yeah, there, there Dead, are... Deadpool just has layers and layers to it. There are illustrations of the Richmond Vampire. Let me pull some up for you. There's that one. Ew, I don't like it. That's more your traditional vampire. (laughs) That Um, doesn't really fit the description you said, though. Not really. It just looks more like Dracula. Yeah. In reality, the way they described it, if someone is standing next to a steam engine and, you know, due to a collapse, you know, it explodes, we're talking insanely hot water scalding their entire body. They would have burns. They would be bleeding from, you know, wreckage or whatever from the explosion. They described his teeth as being busted and jagged. He would not be a pretty sight running out of there. Mm -mm. And all the panic and commotion seeing that flee, I could definitely see some uh, thoughts. And then there are some people that say he never even went towards the cemetery, that that was just something that was added later. Hmm. But either way, that was kind of a really fun thing to research. Because due to it being a kind of a, a big deal with the collapse and everything, mm-hmm. there was lots of articles about it. Most of it all said the same thing, but it wasn't like one obscure website that told the story and then I can't find anything else on it, which was fun. Cool. Yeah. I wanted to, uh, before we go, remind y'all that we're only uh, seven reviews still. Yeah, uh, we haven't actually brought this up in a few weeks, and yeah, I feel bad about it. Because I think usually we've been recording so late that it's just like, okay, let's wrap this up. Goodbye. Yeah, and with the pandemic really kind of getting worse, it's kind of taken over our minds, and so some things are kind of passing until. Oh crap! I forgot about that. Yeah, but if you're crazy and listening to us out of nowhere and. If you haven't heard before, we are going to do an extra episode once we get to 10 iTunes reviews. Technically 9 iTunes reviews, because I counted one from a friend that did it on Twitter. But, uh, yeah. If you, uh, if you listen, especially on Apple Music, 
because that's where most of our listeners are listening anyway, mm-hmm. if you could take just a minute to say something nice about us, give us five stars, that would be really great. And you need to say something, not just a rating. Yeah. In rate- order for it to count towards the, the bonus episode, uh-huh. you gotta, gotta leave a review, even if it's just awesome. Yeah, or We've just all say, seen those reviews on podcasts. This is awesome! Or just say, Sparky is definitely the best ever. But yeah, once we get to ten total reviews, we'll do a bonus episode, a full-length one, and I will do it, and I'll let you guys pick the topic. We'll vote on it in our group. Yeah, I think that's something we could probably start since we are so close. We well, could... We've been... The last one we got was in September, though. Yeah, I, I know, but we haven't mentioned it really since then. One thing that we could probably do is on the group, start asking for suggestions. If you have a suggestion on what the topic should be, put it on there, and then we'll create a poll. Or you could email us suggestions, but the poll is going to be in our group on Facebook. Yeah, you have to be in our Facebook group to vote on the poll. Cool. But if you have just a suggestion you want added to the poll, feel free to email us. Disclaimer, there are a couple cases I will not touch. Toy Box Killer being one of them. I listened to, I think, the Serial Killer podcast. Not the Parcast one. The one with the guy from, like, another country. And he read the transcript of the entire, like, recording that he would play for his victims. Yeah, I can't do that one. I might do that, but I might do you're it You're gonna solo. do it as a solo episode, and you're gonna edit it, because I'm not gonna listen to it. I'm serious. I will okay. not do that one. You um, don't have to show me the, the magic skills you have. No. Yeah. It'll just be a really crappy sound again. <laughs> Ow. Yeah, that one, and there's a couple other I can't think of right now, but that one, like, when people are like, what's the worst case you've ever heard of? That one is it for me. Or anything where somebody is kept in, like, a box or, like, a cave, like, a little small area for years. I will not do cases like that. It just makes me so depressed. Honestly, the worst case that I've ever, like, heard, listened to, know of, is one I'm actually going to cover. Yeah. I don't want it. I was reading, in my research, I was reading autopsy reports of the victims in this story, and I just wanted to go and cry. I don't like that. Anyway, give us suggestions. Give us reviews, or we'll find you. Actually, we probably won't. No. Actually, the last one, we didn't know who it was, so. Yeah, we'd like to say we would find you if you don't, but pandemic, the six-foot rule, there's not really much we can do. Yeah. Be cool. Like Seth and Alexandra and my boss Jesse, and leave us reviews. Totally, they're awesome. Oh, and and my friend Crystal too, she's great. Yeah. So I have news. What is your news? After two point five years filled with anxiety and stress, I am officially divorced. Yay! Yay! Not from Thomas. We were never married. <laughs> It's been a long time coming. It's a good thing. It's not a sad thing. It was time for it to be over. And I'm happy about it. I'm not happy about my lawyer bills, but Truthfully, it'll when, be you, okay. when you showed me the amount, I was like, that is not even as much as I was expecting. Yeah, it's still going to take me a while to pay off. Yeah, yeah. But most people that I've spoken to that have gone through that, I, I've asked them, how much was it total? And they're like, $15,000, $10,000, $12,000. So that I was expecting more in that ballpark. But yeah. Short and sweet this week. Yeah. If you want 
to talk to us because we're lonely and need friends. We have Facebook, we have the Twitters, we have the Instagrams, and we have the email, creepylifepodcast at gmail.com. Word. We appreciate your support and your listenership and your awesomeness. Anyway, contact us, leave us a review. We need validation because self-esteem is at an all-time low because pandemic and junk. But yeah, we love you guys. Thank you for listening. Absolutely. Thank you guys for listening. We wouldn't be here without you. Well, we probably would, but we'd be sad. Nothing else to do in a pandemic. Stay creepy. Stay creepy. And I'm going to kill Thomas. Murder is fun! Thank you.